Hello, and welcome to another episode of Goddess of Crypto. I am with the delightful, vivacious, and as enthusiastic as I am in this world, Wendy Diamond. The sacred divine feminine is creative, abundant, flowing, receiving, and disruptive. And the new energy of money, including cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and even the metaverse is all these things too. Welcome to the Goddess of Crypto, a weekly show where women who are already in this powerful space will cover these topics simply so you can relax into knowing that the future of finance is female. She is an impact investor and she is the founder of Women's, say it exactly for me, Wendy. I founded Women's Entrepreneurship Day, which is the official day in the world proclaimed by U.S. Congress, President of Mexico, all these things. And we're in 144 countries. So it's Women's Entrepreneurship Day organization, but the official day is on November 19th, Women's Entrepreneurship Day. That is so cool. I'm so excited. And you have to start off by telling me, Wendy and I went met an IRL. I know that's crazy. Like, you know, you actually meet a human being. It's amazing. Wendy and I met at a wonderful conference. And I'm really curious, Wendy, if you would share with everybody what an impact investor is. What's the difference between that and a regular investor? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all like, so an impact investor is somebody who really cares about the environment, about the world, and invests with that in mind, right? So, you know, I'm a big animal advocate. So I'm, you know, the climate change and everything. So I invest really in projects that are going to make a positive imprint in this world. So I'm an LP in a lot of funds. Many of them are in the crypto space, Web3 space, as well as I invest in impactful startups. Startups anywhere from Basepaws, which was the 23andMe for pets, to help pets live longer and healthier lives, looking at the microbiome and DNA, to everything from Bidversity, which is disrupting the trillions of dollars of government procurement, using artificial intelligence to enable women, minorities, and veterans to get government contracts. <gasps> oh, I want links to all of those things in the show notes. That sounds amazing. I'm so excited about all of that. And I thought you said you were an LP. Was that the phrase that you used? You said- Oh, yeah, yeah. Of- so I'm a, a limited partner in funds as well. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. And so what led you to get into blockchain investments, crypto investments? What called you to that? Well, so I, you know, my foundation, Women's Entrepreneurship Day Organization, we're in 144 countries and we're huge in Africa. Okay. And so like, because of that, I met in 2014, a woman who created the Satoshi Center in her one room hut with the dirt floor. She was a goat farmer and had her son had really bad health problems. And she was trying to get help. She didn't have a lot of money, but was trying to find help in Africa, right? And in Botswana. And sadly, her son passed away. But on that journey, she learned about Bitcoin and created the Satoshi Center in her little hut. But right, don't worry, right now she's advising the government and Jack Dorsey's helping her. (laughs) That's so great. It's so cool, right? But she is a phenomenal woman and she basically wanted to educate everyone about Bitcoin in Botswana. And that's why she created it. That's how I originally, because that's how I originally learned about it. Because my foundation, we started in 2013 when I learned 250 million girls were living in poverty. One out of eight women in America live in poverty. And the stats go on and on, right? 
And so when I learned about that, that's why I decided to create officially Women's Entrepreneurship Day, because I knew if we could educate the world, why it's so important to empower women economically, uh, that we could change the world and help the world. You know, when women earn money, 90% of that money goes to educate their children, provide for their families, uplifts the entire community. When women are empowered in business, they have self-confidence, they have dignity, they don't allow human rights violations. So, you know, that was the basis for my creating Women's Entrepreneurship Day and having this be represented and celebrated all over the world. And so when I learned about Bitcoin and what I really do believe is the most high integrity financial instrument, deflationary financial instrument ever created in history. And why I believe that is the founders didn't care about fame, money, or power, right? Yeah. Nobody knows their names. So they have no fame. Nobody knows their names. So they don't have any power and they've never sold or transferred a Bitcoin. And that to me is high integrity because they did this two and a half billion people in this world, financial inclusion that are unbanked. So, you know, that whole mission, which I really do believe I've watched hundreds and hundreds of hours of so much stuff to really kind of realize that these people are super special. You know, it it aligns greatly with our foundation. So that's how I got into Bitcoin. I live in New York City. I'm originally from a little town in Ohio, but I live in New York City and I just became part of the whole ecosystem of crypto and blockchain. And so got involved with the Ethereum ICO and then just been really involved in a lot of the impactful blockchain projects coming out. Oh, that's all amazing. So I want to add a couple of things to what you were saying. So you said that 90% of every dollar that women make goes back into educating their families, into their local communities, into uplifting. And the statistics on men is 30 to 40 cents of every dollar. So it's a significant difference between the men and well, the women. You know, I don't like to generalize because, you know, we need men, you know, we would Of course, yeah. In this world, if we didn't have men. So like- It'd be a little more boring. But it's really, I don't want to generalize because there's some incredible men out there really supporting women and so forth. And But yeah, the statistics are drastically different. And the reason why I started learning about these is I ended up, you know, why I created our foundation called Women's Entrepreneurship Day Organization. We do, women entrepreneurs do make a difference. And so we created this foundation after I ended up in Honduras on vacation, not realizing it was the murder capital of the world. And I ended up volunteering for an organization gives microloans to poor women. And that was like eye-opening because I saw what this $100 microloan would do. And I met a 72-year-old woman at three little kids. She you know, lives in a one-room hut, dirt floor, one window. And she received a $100 microloan from an organization called Adelante that provides these microloans. And she opened up the window and was selling Cokes and toothpaste and was able to put those kids through school and pay a month for those kids to go to school. So when you, you, know, you look at these kind of projects, right, and you see this, this is, you know, to me, why it's so important to recognize this. Because if you want systematic change in this world, and we see all these, you know, now... We, we launched in 2013, right? When very few people were talking about women entrepreneurs or women in business. There, I mean, no companies had what you see today with all the women initiatives. And so when we launched, I knew like that people would start learning in it and it would, people would have the conversation would start becoming because when you created a day in the world, you create the conversation. And so by celebrating this and having ambassadors in 144 countries and around the United States and all over the world, their whole mission and our mission is to bring governments, business leaders, civil society, investors, and entrepreneurs together to collaborate, to find solutions, to uplift women economically. And, you know, the goal for that would be to alleviate poverty, right? 
And so, you know, when you create systematic change, right? We all talk about systematic change these days, right? Well, if you want to create systematic change, it's got to be from a ground up. You've got to embrace everybody. You've got to bring everybody along with you to create this change. And that's what our movement's about, right? It's not a top down, it's a bottom up. So, you know, everybody think TED Talks, but instead WED, right? Women's Entrepreneurship Day. But instead of people talking about themselves and ideas, we bring all these parties together to find solutions and create a summit that day. And then we all have impact. So like we're having a big event at the United Nations. And that day, we have some of the most incredible people in the world attending. And it's all about Web3 and impact. And that day, we'll also fund a thousand impoverished women with microloans. So they can start their entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. 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 I've definitely done microloans as well. And what's another beautiful thing is that there's such a high rate of repayment with them. Yeah. They pay it back at a 98% rate. And what fools is about giving a hand up, not a handout. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, you know, this is like teaching them the fish, you know? Yes. Yes. I completely understand that. So where do you consider the like crypto as part of that journey? Well, you know, so I, you know, I would call it crypto, but I would call this more being part of this whole ecosystem of Web3 and blockchain, right? Because all this whole movement is based on is financial inclusion, helping the two and a half billion people unbanked opportunity, right? And now they can easily do this with their, you know, on their phones, they don't need a bank account. And also all the opportunities of owning your own data and being paid personally for your data instead of Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and so forth. I am so excited about everything that you're doing, really. It's just, isn't it like there's like 148 countries? How many countries are there total? Because you're in like all of them, right? No, 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 no. And then like some people, you know, some of our ambassadors, you know, like they do it one year and then they don't, you know what I mean? So it kind of goes on. We just keep it like we basically, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but pretty much we've been celebrated in 144 countries. That's amazing. Yeah. Like everywhere from like like Mongolia to like, you know, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like small places. You said earlier about what an impact women are making. And I always talk about the Dalai Lama quote that the world will be saved by the Western woman. And I think they're talking about all of us. I used to think Western women, like as a collective, and I don't think that anymore. I think it's like Wendy and Hallie and each of us choosing where we're going to make our impact and what we're going to choose and then focusing on that. There are so many issues that, I mean, I know there are women, you know, for example, one of the biggest issues is human trafficking in every single country of the world. And I know that there are women involved in human trafficking, but I don't think women are involved in human trafficking because of wanting to exploit other women or wanting to exploit children. I think there's a lot of control issues. And I feel like when women are financially free, they're not going to then turn around and say, like, this is something I want to participate in. I think there's a lot of keeping women down in that way. So I feel like the more women have that financial freedom, the more they're expanding beyond the limitations of what we've all been told we're capable of. So I think that's just really, really important. I want to ask for your own, because this is, you know, obviously goddess of crypto. So my questions are really like, do you have any regrets about any of what's been going on? I know this year has been really hard for crypto. There've been a lot of things have like gone down the tubes. 
it's the kind of still the wild west. And do you have any advice for women who are really nervous about taking that plunge? Well, first of all, I love when people say this because it cracks me up. First of all, if you're in it to make money, shame on you. You should be in it to create and be part of this movement that's one of the most impactful in history, right? And this ecosystem, and remember, Bitcoin's the mother, mothership, and mothership is very high integrity, right? So when you look at this space, we're 13 years old. We are in puberty. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great way to finding say it. our space. It's like, I look at people and I'm like, you know, I've been in a long time. So I've been up, down, all around, high, low, low. It's just the way it works. And first of all, no time in history has a currency been so exponential, right? I mean, 13 years, do you know how long it took for the dollar? I mean, do you know what I'm saying? And so I put a smile on my face and I say, especially if you're looking for that fast money. And when you look at Luna and they were giving all, you know, you were staking, you're making all this stuff. You know, it's just, it didn't make sense you know, let's say Luna, it didn't make sense, right? Like, okay, you're going to invest in Luna and their stable coin and they're buying Bitcoin. Why don't you just buy Bitcoin? Why do you need Luna? Why are you giving a little money to that Luna guy that took ran off and disappeared? You know what I mean? You're like, you know, so it's just being logical. And I think it's just being real, right? Like, because at the end of the day, it's 13 years old. Number one, it's finding its footing, finding its space in this world, right? And you know, five years from now, we'll be back to normal. I think, I think we'll be more steady. As you know, recently BlackRock just announced that they're now having a Bitcoin. And so there's a lot happening behind the scenes that you don't hear about that's building up the flooring for what's to come. Yeah. I think that's, I I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything more apt. We're in puberty. So I hope I can say that to people from now on, because I think that's just so freaking brilliant. So I can't wait till next year. We could say we're teenagers, which is like even worse than being in puberty, right? It's just like scary timing all the way around. And I like my favorite thing is like naysayers when they talk to me. I have a big smile on my face and I'm just like, we're in puberty. Are you questioning Larry Fink? Well, I think there are are people- questioning. Larry Fink, are you Paul Tudor Jones, some of the smartest minds in the world? Bill Ackerman, right? No one talks about him, but he's a huge Bitcoin, you know, enthusiast. And so there's some of the most smartest minds in finance are getting into it. I'm not a finance mind. I'm an impact person. My whole life I've been an impact. Do you know what I mean? And I stumbled into this whole space through learning about a goat farmer in Botswana. So it's not like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a realist, right? And I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I know what it takes to build. I know what it takes. I'm telling you, you know, to create, for instance, a trillion dollar business, there's only one in the world. What is it, Amazon? Well, I know they are. I didn't know there was only one. Well, yeah, well, but you know what I'm saying? So if you think about it, what this whole ecosystem, it's just incredible. And also just think about this, okay? People are growing up with phones from day one now, right? Mobile phones, right? They don't care about archaic financial markets and all that kind of stuff. The Gen Z and millennials, they want to be part of Web3, right? They don't care about traditional finance. They want traceability. They want transparency. They want to understand why is this valued at that? And I think that what this whole ecosystem was meant to be. Now, again, you're going to always have bad people. Life 
right? You know, not every day you meet great people, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just did. I, I, I just did two episodes recently of crypto scams and rug pulls because because I don't always interview somebody. It's like every other episode I'm interviewing a guest, and then every other one I'm talking about you know my own crypto experiences and what I'm seeing. And I I said that very thing that you know there are those people out there. And, you know, I find social scams to be really interesting because all they're doing is they've moved into the crypto space, but it's no different from calling up old ladies and stealing their social security or whatever. I, think, I remember like they were talking about like, oh, all the deforest access with, you know, crypto. And I'm like, are you crazy? I'm like, the dollar is the most used for nefarious acts in the world by like a thousand X. But because the fact is a threat to a lot of institutions, you know, that's like, there are people scared. I just think, you know, listen, I'm like, I have a spirit of a one-year-old. Like, all I want to do is learn. You know, I never give up my inner child. You know, I just want to learn everything. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. You know, and so I think that's the key is just to be open and to not be a naysayer. Just do your homework. Go on YouTube. That's what I did. Go on YouTube. You hear a weird word like DAO, D-A-O. Find out what it is. You know, it's like, you know, you don't understand staking or whatever it might be. Watch five highly rated videos on YouTube or something and learn about it. And because I think it's all about ignorance. If you don't, you don't know something, you're going to automatically boo it, right? But if you know more about it, you understand what it's about you'll be more apt to embracing it. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And I've had many, many discussions with people who are in finance, poo-poo it. And I always find that it's this kind of somebody, I'm dear friends with somebody who is in finance and who's constantly sending me things saying like how horrible crypto is. And he actually listens to my podcast to the extent that like, I don't know if he listens to every word, but he's following like the audiograms and stuff. And he's like, well, here's something that totally disproves what you're saying. And I'm like, here's something that totally proves what I'm saying, but I'll listen to like all of his stuff. And he's not listening to all of mine because he already thinks like he knows everything about financial world. And he does, he knows about today's financial world. He doesn't know about tomorrow's financial world. And I feel like it's happening today. Well, but I mean, you know, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying though? Like, it's like, there's so, I mean, I mean, it's crazy what's going on. You know, I'm involved. And I think every five minutes, like you can't, and that's, I think that's a lot. So what I see with women is we have a tendency to hang back. Like my last guest was saying how she wasn't an expert and how she had learned everything on YouTube. And I was saying to her, listening to her, no, but you've reached that expert status. You have literally... Like the way she was explaining things, it was obvious she had such a comprehensive understanding, but she didn't believe that she had. And women, again, turning to statistics here, women, if you put a, I think an HR company put out this statistic saying that if a woman didn't feel that she was at least 90% qualified for a particular job, she wouldn't even put in her application. And men were putting their applications in at 50%. So I found that that's fascinating. To I, you me know, I mean, like, believe me. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's why I created Women's Entrepreneurship Day. I mean, it was like, we have to bring awareness to all these issues, right? And you have to start from the ground up. When these girls are young, let them realize that they can't become scientists and they can get into Web3 and they can do all this stuff, right? And building self-confidence. Because, you know, a thousand years ago, men, we really needed men, Right. We needed their strength. 
we needed them to build things and move things, you know, and, accept- and protect us. Yeah, exactly. From all the crazies and there's still crazies here, but now it's really our minds and we're now at an equal playing ground and women can do whatever men can do right in this realm of web three and this realm, realm of blockchain and all this stuff. And you see it, there's some really cool things happening founded by women, right? And so I just think it's just, you know, again, bringing awareness to really great women that are making and creating these companies. And like, for instance, at our event at the United Nations this November, we have some of the most incredible women in history. We've got the woman that founded Cloudflare. It's a $25 billion company on NASDAQ, right? And it's the first time in history that a woman co-founder, right? I mean, we have the woman that is the founder of Automation Anywhere, a robotics company, $7 billion. But you never hear about these people. You know, we all know like Elon Musk. I mean, certainly they're a lot richer, you know, but like we all know these other names, right? But that's why it's so important to celebrate, support and empower women economically. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I feel like women are learning this slowly, but there's still a sense of reticence. There's still a sense of hanging back and being concerned that her voice isn't as important as other voices. It's not as educated. It's not as powerful. It's not as important. It's not as valued. And I absolutely am working like every day, whether it's my mindset coaching or my wealth coaching or this kind of work, I'm working every day to make sure to change that for all the women that I encounter, because I think every woman's voice has so much value and is so very important. And to me, mindset is the very first thing. Like when you believe that what you have to share will impact people, will be valued by people, then you're willing to share it more. So it's supporting other women as well, as you are doing with like, I don't know, every breath. It sounds like that's just amazing. I have a lot of energy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's totally beautiful. So if women want to get involved with Women's Entrepreneurship Day, what do they do? Where do they go? They go to womensedayorg or they could go to choosewomen.org. So womensedayorg So it's like women's and then with an E because entrepreneurship and day, that's the day we created, .org. And if they go there and then they can look to whatever country they are, they could see our ambassador connect with them on LinkedIn or social media, or, you know, they could participate in any way, or they could just celebrate an incredible woman entrepreneur in their life and share it. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. I love that. And do you recommend the company that you mentioned for microloans? Is that a, a, because I'd love to offer women a place that you trust where they can put their money in, you know, even if it's a little bit of money, because those microloans can make such a big impact. Yeah, sure. Even on our website, by the way, and we're an all volunteer movement, we don't take any money. So it goes direct to the women and they could do it there. But there's a lot, you know, I don't like to promote things that I would say there's Opportunity International, there's Grameen. If you're going to donate to microloan companies, make sure it's a low, low interest rate for those women to pay back. Because a lot of people are scamming these people too. You know, there's scammers everywhere. And so, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. Like, to do your due diligence. Like if I get involved in something, I just make sure I know it. And, I, and that's why I think I'm happy because I really know what I'm helping and I'm doing. One thing for women I can say is there's a few you know, things I can suggest. One being opengrants.io. And opengrants.io is an amazing platform. Make it seamless and easy marketplace 
to help anyone get non-diluted funding. If you're starting a new business, if you're a doctor looking for an NIH grant, a small business grant, whatever that might be, that's your one-stop shop called opengrants.io. Wow, even I'm taking a note about that. Thank yeah. you very much. Yay. Yeah, and so that's like, that's one of them that I'm involved with. Another one, if you go to Gift Chain, which is a Web3 charity platform to enable everyone to be able to have transparency and traceability for all giving. Everyone can participate in that. And again, that there's, I think it's 2% goes to the ecosystem and then the rest goes directly to the charities and they can find amazing charities from everything from like helping climate change with the Global Alliance for Sustainable World Planet or like helping homeless animals or, you know, helping impoverished women. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah. If you're listening to this, please remember DYOR, right? Do your own research. That's true of the places that Wendy's suggesting. That's true of where you're going to go put your money. And it's true of anything, obviously, that you invest in, even Bitcoin. Make sure that it feels like it's in alignment with your financial goals and your desires. Yeah. So anything that Wendy mentioned throughout the entire podcast is going to be in the show notes. So you can see those on the platform that you're on. And then you can also go to Hallie Evelyn. Well, actually, I guess it would be best to go to goddessofcrypto.me because you can see the blogs there that are the transcripts. And those have all got the links for everything. And Wendy, you mentioned so many places. My team is going to be researching every single link to send for, you know, so we'll make sure they all get posted and that will be kind of engraved for posterity. So I think that's really great. So I always ask at the end of every show, what is one more thing that you would like all the women listening to know? Adopt, adopt, adopt. Brazilian dogs and cats up for adoption. Oh, beautiful. What kind is yours? Do you know? Mutt kind or? Yeah, yeah, totally. He's a rescued Catan. Katan. Yeah, he's super cute. I've never, he looks like like a multi-poo or something, like a really yeah, super he's cute, totally like adorable multi-poo. Like, mm. Adorable, but yeah. So that's what I would say, just adopt. Adopt, adopt, adopt. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. I know there's so many shelter dogs that need homes and so many, and if you can't adopt, foster, adopt for a short period of time, because that's also desperately needed. So yes, that's so beautiful. Wendy, I want to thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, this has been amazing. If you like this episode of Goddess of Crypto, please like it, comment it, and share. Share with your girlfriends, your friends, your families, your moms, your daughters, your wives, your partners, all the women that are in your life. I will see you next time on Goddess of Crypto. Every week transformational wealth coach Hallie Evelyn leads a conversation that helps to ensure that women everywhere can learn to surf the coming tsunami of the new energy of money. You can find her at goddessofcrypto.me. That's goddessofcrypto.me. Be sure to subscribe to Goddess of Crypto on your favorite platform or watch the show on YouTube. And remember, wealth isn't just your privilege. It's your right.